0: We are here because we want to build a six-figure profitable business that allows us to use our gifts to serve others, impact the world, and live life on our terms. I'm a no BS entrepreneur. I don't give up, no excuses here. I learn from my failures. I seek discomfort, it helps me grow. I speak my mind, I stand up for what I believe in. I use my gifts to serve others, I empower them. I'm focused, I'm disciplined, I get shit done. I build six-figure businesses. I am a no BS entrepreneur. I'm Afro Duritu, entrepreneur, keynote speaker, and mentor. Now, the question you're probably thinking is, how can I build a six-figure profitable business? If that is your question, then this podcast will give you the answer. And welcome to the Afro Duritu podcast. This is Thursday, therefore, it's Expert Weekly. Every week, I have a weekly guest from the space entrepreneurship, business, and marketing. Today's guest is Adam Bates, has worked in the health and fitness space for now over 10 years with an additional seven years prior to that spending developing his own physique. As genetics were against him and progress did not come easily, Adam spent any free time he had studying health and nutrition, which quickly made it became his passion. In 2011, Adam started his online coaching business and was one of the first coaches in the world who were offering online body transformation coaching at the time. Since then, he's appeared in many publications, including Men's Health magazine, and is known for as leading authority when it comes to physical online transformations. Welcome to the show, Adam.
1: Hey, thank you very much. Thanks for the intro. That's all right. Thanks for having me on as well. <laughs> it's
0: brilliant to have you here. It's been—I feel like I've been waiting for you to arrive <laughs> a few times now. So, but it's great to have you on finally. So, just talk to you about how did you get into the fitness space then? Because
1: into fitness itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I think. Probably like a lot of us when I was younger, I did have that sort of fascination with things from like Rocky movies and Arnold movies, and (laughs) and just muscle. And you know, I do remember having like plastic dumbbells and stuff as a teenager and what have you. And I, I I did um, in my sort of late teens. I mean, music was actually my thing. um, Oh, was it when I was sort of like late teens and stuff? Um, And I ended up studying audio music technology at uni. Even um, you know, in my last few years of college, I didn't get like a proper weight bench and stuff. Um, yeah. It was just more of a hobby kind of thing. But yeah. um, I can't, pretty much stopped that at uni and that kind of when you're doing music, hanging around with musicians all the time you tend to be more interested in going out each night drinking and smoking and all yep. this kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I uh, got back from uni and just a bit more context when I was, um, like my earlier teens, I yeah. was um, like very, very fit. Like I swam like national level. Yeah. Um, wow. Then I used to always win like school cross country and stuff like that. And yeah. um, after uni, I went on holiday um, with uh, some uni mates and uh, this was just after we finished the last year, um, I swam a lake for a swimming pool and had an asthma attack. <laughs> wow. Um and I'd only suffer mild asthma, like up to that point, kind of thing. But um I basically thought, fucking hell, you know, excuse the language, but I've got to do right. something about this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, it was just a bit of a shock, you know. I mean, I, yeah. I knew I wasn't fit anymore, but like to see it change, you know, have that proof that it's changed that much. And, you know, the thing that i had like at home and you know obviously enjoyed doing a bit in the past with the weights and stuff so i got yeah. back home got the weight bench out and it wasn't a hobby but <laughs> um you know it became an obsession yeah uh, so basically I was, I was doing it like all the time um and initially you see those sort of initial results and yeah. particularly at that age all of a sudden start to get like tension from females and stuff which yeah. you would never <laughs> had when you were younger or you know, that's been another story from my childhood as well actually it links yeah. in um but um you know all that stuff just made me sort of continue and the more that I continued the more it became like an obsession yeah and you know as you touched on in the intro there like i'm not like genetically sort of blessed to have muscle and i think like as a coach and from the standpoint of knowledge that massively served me cause, yeah um, it meant I hunted around to make sure I was like covering every single detail I yeah. possibly could with my training, nutrition and and yeah, that obsession just led to like just constantly, you know when you constantly think about something all the time, yeah, I was like yeah. that for basically 16 yeah. years, <laughs> I yeah, couldn't think yeah. of something, anything else, um, the, the job that I was doing after uni, um, that was like five years, a quite a small team it's really like nice environment and stuff, yeah. I had my um and my boss who may be watching sorry Gemma but you know anyway <laughs> would, uh, have put my computer facing her office so she could see if I was reading fitness stuff online rather than doing my work and what have you.
0: Busted. Um,
1: but um I was you know, they they knew kind of where I was going and, and I, you know, was doing my P, did my P T course on the, the side while I was there. So yeah. it was literally my routine back then actually. Yeah. Was a lot of the time if I when I started, I started to do photo shoots and stuff while I was there and do the PT courses at that job for five years. How old were we tar- you we at that point? Sorry? How old were you at that point? This would be like my mid to late 20s. So I was there, I gotcha. from like mid, early mid 20s to late 20s. Um, and I was, uh, so yeah, probably, yeah, this would be like mid, mid sort of 20s. Yeah. Um, I started, uh, yeah, doing like photo shoots and stuff. And I remember like I'd get up at like half four, <laughs> nice. do my cardio. And I would then have to walk like 45 minutes to, to the train station. Yeah. Get this train, which is only like 13 minutes to work. Um, and the office is near near the station there. But, you know, start, starting then like at eight. Um, and then when I finish, I'm then waiting to get the train back. Obviously, like reading fitness stuff and <laughs> what have yeah. you in the meantime. Um, go to the gym. Walk back from the gym. Often I'll be carrying around with me like five kilos of chicken because all the learning earning a great <laughs> deal at that time. So, you know, if it meant yeah. I had to lug around five kilos of chicken, leave it in my locker put at the gym, and then walk the 45 minutes up a hill home with it. That's what I did. Yeah. Um, and obviously all my gym stuff, like I had to carry this bag with me, you know, to put my work clothes in yeah, and change point. and everything else. So I, by the time I'm getting back home, it's like eight in the evening. I'm, I'm then like cooking and cooking my meals for the next day and just yeah. eating them and straight to bed. Um, and that I lived that routine for ages, yeah. which was, uh, but the fact is, I, I, I think you can only do that when you're completely obsessed over something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so that's, yeah, that's kind of where it started. Oh, awesome. Um, and then, so
0: you talked about having uh, not genetically gifted. Do you think that became almost your superpower in the way, because you had to be more driven to get that result? I'm intrigued by that.
1: No. Okay. No, I, I, I think it must helped me with knowledge. Okay, gotcha. I'd say a superpower of anything was just finding that thing in life that you absolutely friggin' love.
0: Yeah.
1: Because, you know, a lot of people, I and mean, obviously you're a business coach up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people, I can't be coached like in business. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can I can take on knowledge. Don't get me wrong. I've yeah. learned so much with people that I work with. Yeah. I can't be held accountable to things. Yeah. And I think it's because I've lived a life of just doing what I love. And I, I think this is something that a lot of the time, like coaches often forget. They kind of like think people have the same values as them. Ah, yes. Yeah. So, really, really, it's more about triggering that person's values because then you don't bloody have to ask them to do anything by a certain date. You know, they just get on and do it. Yeah. So, if any, so, you know, you could even I would say that whether the mindset, to have obsession, dedication, all that was like superpower. But I think when you find something yeah. that you love that much, it's not, it's not, you're not like needing willpower and mental strength and stuff. You just do it because you love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, that makes sense. I think when you, you're like that, you'll always end up succeeding. At
0: yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, a couple of times in my life where I felt like that. One, when I, I found CrossFit initially. And then the second time is when I um, got into like marketing a business. Like I will read books after books, YouTube videos. I absolutely love it. Like I could yeah. just sit there all day doing it. And yeah, no one I get has to tell you to do it, do they?
1: Yeah. yeah. So, so that's. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's the thing. Like, tell me like to do that stuff. Well, yeah. You know, tell, tell me to read about philosophy. I'll, I'll do it all day. But yeah. like, tell me to like study like about architecture.
2: Well,
1: yeah. Sure. But you know, like something yeah. that I'm like, into, horses or something. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know, and the fact is, I'm never going to be as good as that person who wakes up excited to do that stuff.
0: Yeah, that's true. Do you think people fall into the wrong passions? Then it's a good point because you've seen a plethora of people you've work with. Think people yeah, fall well, into what, the what, wrong. What, thing.
1: what a lot of people do is they live the values of their parents. Yeah. They, they they feel that they're supposed to do certain things, and then end up getting to like forty or something, and just not feeling fulfilled in their life. And I think that's yeah. that's real shame. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that I've seen a lot do, and. I've, Sorry, to the parents, so don't force it. But like, you know, help people actually find that thing, and and you know, even later in life, like whether they're changing careers yeah. or even just bringing like a diversion of the the skills that they've learned, used it in another way. Yeah, I mean, the fact is, I have an interesting relationship with my mum, which I think a lot of it stems from um the fact that I was like getting A stars and like hundred percent in maths, GCSE, yeah. and all this stuff at, at school, I was supposed to go on and be like a doctor or a lawyer or something like yeah. that and so get to college and, and drops my, my A-levels pretty quickly to do music instead, which yeah. went down like a tree. With, yeah, I uh, bet it did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, I think, um, I think what it is, a lot of people probably know that thing that they love because yeah. you can often, you can look around you what have you got yeah. behind you there? Copywriting yeah. secrets. But, yeah. you know, like you can look around your your environment and yeah. you see your values there. Yeah. You know, So I think a lot of people have that thing, but then they think, oh, I can't, I just couldn't do it. I'm too old. Or I've, I've spent yeah. all this time learning this and all this money. My parents are paying for this education, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and we end up like living because we think that that's what other people think we should do.
2: Yeah, you
1: know? So, so, yeah, don't get me wrong. I've, there will be some people who probably don't find that thing. But I do think there are ways that you can help them delve to find it.
0: Yeah. I find that because our client base, when I was in a personal training space, was like females aged like 35 to 55 years old. And a lot of the time the kids have like flew the nest and then they're thinking, all right, what do I do? And then they start to look after themselves and they look after the health and fitness. And you hear all kinds of things. And what you just said, they tend to like lead a path of being a mother, for example, for a female. And then that, they just become the mother of the household and, think, yeah. and they're like what do I do now and it's like a second birth almost
1: I, I, I think as yeah. well that that's a lot of the time that's um yeah. where like postnatal depression stuff comes from as well yeah. because um you know f- firstly a lot of females that may actually be their dream they may yeah. want the oh, family yeah. The, yeah. The mother. that may be more important than their career but even then you, you realize, hang on, this isn't actually a fantasy. Yeah. Like there's some bad stuff with this. Yeah. Like, no, I haven't slept for like two <laughs> months. Like, you yeah. know, like I'm having to get up at two in the morning every single night, whatever it is. So yeah. all, you know, the, the, the dep- any kind of depression is basically when you're set, you set yourself up to chase like a fantasy, expecting something to come in your life. But it's only going to be positive, no negatives. And then you realize, yeah. fantasies don't exist. Um, everything's already perfect as it is. Yeah. Um, so, But then on the flip side, you know, a lot, a lot of females probably have this career that they're loving or dreams of yeah. stuff they want to do in life, fall pregnant or meet somebody or, and fall in love with them and stuff and then have the baby and everything. And don't get me wrong, they, they, they no doubt love that, but often then will like not speak up on the yeah. facts that uh, because they'll sound like a bad mum or ingrateful yeah, or whatever pressure in it if they are stuck at home now all day rather than actually chasing the career that they were you know probably spent a lot of their life doing yeah uh, you yeah, just just touched on that actually a lot of those like uh, females like that um, yeah. will also have like a high fi- thyroid, have thyroid issues and stuff because often when you're like repressing something yeah. that you won't speak up about. Um, that's actually the side effects that can happen from that long term just because the alterations that happen in the body.
0: Yeah, they go for a lot more than we do, to put that way. <laughs> in terms, uh, of, that, in terms the, of the, the hormonal both, piece.
1: These, it works both ways. Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess, yeah, different, yeah, yeah. We'll leave that there. I don't want to get into any hot water. we <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, You're out the, like, the, the, the childhood, child, yeah. yeah, children and parents yeah. and things. So, yeah, yeah. Cool. You know, we all have challenges there's challenges in life that make us grow yeah definitely um, that's um and we also all um you know have, have kind of different dreams whether that is being a parent whether that is change you know doing something else we all have a choice you know you don't have to settle down and have a family you can speak up and stuff
0: yeah sure and then talk to you about like because you you said on it in 2011 you're one of the one of the first leading and when i look at the date of 20 like, that's like that feels like a history ago in terms of the, what, yeah. the internet. So, how <laughs> did you first start? Years, it?
1: It, it must have well, been. Well, the thing with this is, is yeah. like if you look at online coaching now,
0: it's everywhere. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like everyone does. It, yeah, care. yeah. Uh, but um, I mean, back then, basically, what what happened was I was I started PT, yeah, and I knew very quickly I was bloody good at it. Yeah. But yeah. Like, it was more the fact that I wasn't. When I say bloody good, I don't necessarily mean I was the best. Like pushing people in the gym, yeah, yeah. I could do that as well, but. It was the adjustments to stuff. It was making sure people actually got those visual results. Because that's what fascinated me. Yeah. You know, that's why I've been doing to my own body. Yeah. Building as much muscle as I can, having as little body fat as I can. Yeah. So when you learn like all the optimal ways to do that and stuff, it's if people could train hard in the gym, what's more important is actually what happens outside yeah. from a coach's perspective though as well. Not when I say outside, I don't just mean them eating right, but yeah. only from the coaching perspective. We as PTs, you get stuck in this like cycle because you're getting paid by the hour, yeah. and you're therefore trying to like focus on what you're doing in an hour. You want as many people in the door and out as possible, but there's therefore you're like taking away the thought and planning into the programming, like yeah. the training. What, how's it going to progress over time? Yeah. You know, what's really right for this person, and then their nutrition, making the adjustments. Are they actually measuring and managing anything? Because, yeah. you know, when I did the PT course and stuff, we're, we're taught some stuff, which I'm actually shocked from to hear sometimes still in the syllabus. Yeah. It just didn't have any, some merit to it. But then also you're not taught necessarily how to manipulate a diet and stuff. PTs, you know, you give out this same diet sheet to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is just a general thing. So I realized it's actually the time I am like spent planning. How much protein, fat, carbs? Where and when the, this person should be having that? Yeah. How much volume, intensity in the in the training? Where these changes happen? So I ended up like restricting like the one to one PT, and when I did switch it full time, this was very very quickly,
0: yeah,
1: because uh, I started online at the same time. Oh wow, okay. But, um the reason being because of that, I was like, hang on, if I'm spending all this time doing this for like, well, people are going to have to have a minimum three sessions a week, and it's going to be a hundred quid a week. Yeah. and that effectively would keep the numbers down yeah but it meant that i started this online thing yeah and and, and as i started it i also left that job that i was doing around around then as well yeah um around the same time i started the online and there was yeah basically there was no one doing it but i think i'd seen that there was like someone who just started doing it one yeah. of the, like coaches that i'd looked up to over the years and stuff and i don't know how he was doing it what his format was like i mean that's how i could afford to work him or anything yeah. like that you know but from what i gather now it's people they would just email like the the exercise routine and yeah. stuff not many notes and all this kind of thing but the way i do it what i actually send out hasn't actually changed that much so i won't pull okay. in from the start with the yeah. the whole like the details and notes and everything else um and effectively i was m- making sure that people were getting the important details so if yeah. they can push themselves in the gym then this stuff's way 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 more important and most like coaches weren't or pts weren't doing it yeah um so very quickly um it went just just online i think we've like a month or two of leaving oh, that wow. job really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow. apart so... from the odds you know like i after doing that for a few months um i've been sending off a lot of Articles to men's health, men's fitness, yeah. muscle and fitness, whatever. You're sometimes even just photos, thinking they might want to just stick my photos in there. It yeah. doesn't quite work like that. You often didn't get a reply. Yeah. Um, and then I actually got like um, a guy from because I moved down to when I left that job, I moved down to Essex, which okay. I it, yeah. um, with at the um, time. Only there for about a year, but um, after those like couple of um, sort of first few months, I sent off an article, men's health, another one. Yeah. um and it came back and basically the editor came back and said you know I, we, we don't actually have any freelance rights workers with us anymore yeah. it's just all done in-house but where are you based
3: yeah
1: and i was like oh, i'm in, in, in essex they said would you be interested in training like a couple of um celebrities
3: oh for, nice um,
1: like a cover feature that we're planning oh yeah so, of course um and there's a couple of guys from tower oh yeah um the only way is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So, so yeah, I mean, so I, I obviously PT them face to face. Like yeah. it was like a six week, uh, body transformation thing. Perfect. You know, for what I was doing, yeah, makes um, sense. the show absolutely milked it with loads of world up sauna scenes and everything else, yeah. because they basically went, I think they what, come from carbs to marbs or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they the two guys went to have incredible like physiques in the space of six weeks. It's amazing. Yeah, so that obviously was great. Yeah, to help my the online the business take off completely.
0: Yeah, because I've seen a lot a lot of your transformational photos everywhere, and they're really impressive. And obviously, (laughs) I know we have some mutual friends as well who've been through your program. Yeah, and it's crazy just to see the changes they've been through. And obviously, you did the photo shoot at the end, do not you? Which is pretty cool. As a whole kind yeah of yeah, I love, I
1: love it when they do the, do the photo shoots yeah. and stuff because it does add another element like um, you know the, the, you want to have the natural transformations where yeah. you're showing like the selfie at the start the selfie at the end of stuff yeah. but I think for the people involved to actually have that experience is so cool
3: yeah
1: it's so cool because it's like hey I look like a fitness model yeah. when you know you've done all your water manipulation all those little tricks that you do for a shoot and then yeah. the top photographer because obviously I know him very well and um, you know, the lighting and everything else. Yeah. So. so, yeah, no, it's a really, it's a really cool experience for me. Isn't that like
0: um, a lot of, like, wine and crackers, I hear, or something towards the <laughs> sort of
1: end? Absol- absolutely. <laughs> it's it's. Um, don't get me wrong. Yeah, We're talking on the day. And yeah, the day yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah not, there's, not like... there's also there's a lot of cardio and chicken yeah. and broccoli the weeks yeah. before that. But, uh, but, yeah, to, like, help fill them out and dry them yeah. up. Uh, like blueberry muffins, jacket potato and jam, right. Nutella, yeah. peanut butter, wine gums just before to help bring out yeah. the, the the veins and stuff, and yeah, yeah, all these fun yeah. little tricks. Yeah, yeah. It's actually it's weird because yeah, you, you, people who do it for the first time are like, "Hang on a minute, I've been eating the same uh, way for like six months, three yeah. years, whatever. Now you're asking me to eat all this crap? Yeah, tomorrow. yeah, it was a shock. <laughs> yeah. so, like when I we did our because I, I I like to. Um, unfortunately we had it um a group photo shoot where I have like quite a few clients yeah. doing one mm-hmm. on the same day. And we did this last year and it was friggin' awesome. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're actually supposed to have done one last week. Oh, um, yeah. we obviously yeah. had to cut they worked their asses up had to cancel a week before. Hence we did some home shoots. Yeah, well. I saw those, uh, yeah. I mean one of those from the last one last year, like I'm looking at the photos like before and I've said, All Right, go to McDonald's. But what? i have got? like, i be fries. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's weird, you know, you do need some weird
0: things. Yeah, that, so. yeah, I'll, I'll,
1: yeah. I, let me just emphasize again this is like in the day, of yeah, the yeah, yeah. Of <laughs> this is not one of my clients eat year out, so honestly, like about to drop me an email, being go, Well, I don't want to work with so much no, yeah. fun. It's, it, so it's not <laughs> for the food.
0: <laughs> What's Adam's plan? Wine and crackers? I'm in, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, talk to you about like because you said a couple of things then. I wrote something down about um what is the fitness industry then. What's your thoughts? Because you've been in it for a period of like nine, ten years now. So what is your thought when you first started to what it is now? Because now it seems like a plethora of just randomness and obviously you've got Instagram and you've got Instagram models and you've got I, 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 I there's all really, kinds of stuff.
1: So, But I think it's just grown massively. Yeah. Like when I started, I'd sit in the station eating out the Tupperware box and everyone would be staring as if I'm yeah. off my nut. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And I remember actually being in, um, God, don't know why I'm saying this, but a long time ago, yeah. well, I was in an audition for Big Brother. Oh, It's We sat, like, loads of people, like, just going into the final bit. You see, you all sat they put chairs along this really thin corridor, and you all yeah. sat next to each other, and there's someone next to me, like, I said, like, oh, God, I'm so nervous, I feel sick, and I'm just putting out my chicken and broccoli, and yeah. chicken and rice, whatever yeah. it was, sat, and sat, everyone's just, like, thinking it's a man." Yeah. Um. And there was in my home, the town where I'm from. I'm originally from Stamford, near Peterborough. Yeah. Um, there was like one gym, one proper gym. There's now like four or five. Yeah. Um, it's it's just changed a hell of a lot because I think back then, firstly, there were loads more people who actually like want to look a certain way. Yeah. You know, so like the sort of bodybuilding and fitness thing. And, in, and you can even see the development in shows. Like yeah. bodybuilding shows used to be bodybuilding yeah. shows. You know, have bodybuilding, classic physique, the board shorts, muscle model, or oh your yeah, beach look, then girls, a like bikini and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, loads of It's because loads more people are into it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and that's not even, of course, then counting for the facts that the general like population who aren't in it just as an obsession for how they look yeah. have Realize how much that benefits your lives in all areas as yeah. well. I think a lot of it's it's down to the media it's also down to I will say like people like myself because of some like before me yeah. like you know on the covers of magazines and all this who really did have like good personality and stuff and attracted people into that industry who weren't actually just the bodybuilders you know so it's like achievable looks and stuff so i think that helps like that industry grow and then of course yeah. you get Instagram and everyone's suddenly seeing pictures and stuff as part of their life constantly and yeah. those kind of things are attractive to look at especially if you're Australian and you've got a town or you're on a beach yeah, yeah. <laughs> and suddenly associate that cool life with the physique and you know so I, I, I think it's just spread and grow. Yeah. But the cool thing about that is, um, uh, the good thing about it is, it's much easier to source decent information. Yeah. Also, much easier to source crap information as well. Yeah. But I have noticed, I think PTs have got a lot better as a result. Yeah. Because okay. the, the general person has more knowledge now yeah. when they go into the gym. They, you know, the fact is, you, uh, someone could have worked with me a few years ago. Yeah. They're going to instantly then know if they're like going if their PT is pretty bad, they're going to, you know, it, it's, so, because there's because everything's so accessible, you know. Whether you yeah. don't have to buy a magazine now, yeah. Like you'll see stuff on Facebook, you will whatever it is. You could join Facebook groups, like you, you know. You don't True. have to be working in the industry, or like you know competing or anything like that, or being a fitness model. Like you could have access to all this information. So and I think like the fact that you've got online as well, yeah, does make PTs and stuff up the game. Yeah, because you know that people can work with anyone anywhere in the world. That's true. Because
0: I remember when I first started 2004, I think, five, and I first went to the gym with one of my friends. I tell this story on my show. It was me and my friend Matt and Ali. And like, I was first time I've ever been there, just benching the bar and I was shaking all over the place. It was disastrous. And I didn't go back for months. Then I went back. And then <laughs> I just, my food was terrible. I was eating like just, I was putting everything in bacon, sausages. To, I just did meat. Any kind of meat will do. So I made all the rookie <laughs> mistakes. And I, then I started reading men's health, men's fitness. And like, I got a stack of books. So, I've been through yeah. that journey and like, there, there was no internet. Well, there was, but it wasn't easily to find anything. No, it, it was wasn't hard to find. Then, wasn't no, that. it was hard. 2004, <laughs> yeah. to find anything decent was very hard. So yeah, yeah, I've definitely been that journey.
1: And even if you found it, it took about an hour to load up. Then yeah. Then, yeah, oh God, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that modem. <ending>. Yeah. <laughs> Go back in the day that is. So, so talk to me then, so moving on a little bit to the kind of the business of fitness. So you work with a lot of business coaches, leaders, CEOs, so, I spoke I speak to this about my to someone else before and they didn't see the correlation between fitness and like business or fitness and money or yeah. income. And I was like, it's it's so connected and I talk about these things as well, like fitness and food. Yeah. Make a massive difference to the rest of your life. So what are your thoughts around that?
1: Yeah, general? well I mean just touch on what we just thought Yeah. If you wanted to uh, any point, I can also tell you where the industry's going. Yeah. I'm just where it's coming, but, I've but the point yeah, they had but the to go back to the question, um, I don't. I don't know anyone that I work with, yeah. like who is, you know, like in business and or an entrepreneur or whatever, who hasn't seen benefits to their business from yeah. it. The fact is, like, if you're in front of people, whether it's speaking on stage, whether it's like in meetings, whether it's like on Zoom or whatever, yeah. if you feel pretty confident when you woke up in the morning and like what you're seeing, and I'm just talking on the visual thing right now, like what you're seeing in the mirror. Yeah you put on your shirt or your suit jacket or whatever and, and you feel good and yeah and you get complimented by people for that and stuff when you're turning up at these events and stuff or or like or you know, important client meetings and stuff like that yeah and you are completely confident in you like you'd have a you'd be amazed how much that affects your business yeah. your energy is everything yeah you know and that it changed mine because i was like shy and quiet and stuff and then like mid to late 20s, I went the other way and was stupidly arrogant and I cringe at the Facebook <laughs> memories now when they pop up and stuff. Oh, you God. Know? So, <laughs> I think I've got a bit more balance. But, yeah. but it does, you know, that, that confidence and stuff alone is huge. Yeah. But then that alone, like, if, if, when you're training, one thing that you're doing is you're practicing, the most important aspect when you train yeah. is your connection with the muscle.
3: Yeah.
1: If you think what you're actually doing there, you're like telling through your mind Connecting from the nerves in your brain, like goes to your spinal cord, what have you, to the extremities the muscle, those the, like motor neurons connected to muscle fibers. Yeah. And from your instruction from your brain, you're telling those muscle fibers to contract. Okay. Now, if you, so you practice that constantly. Do you yeah. not think like improving the way that the nerves fire from your brain is going to help your thought processes and stuff, give you more clarity when you think? Yeah. Of course it does. You know, like, Our brain is freaking powerful, okay? But some people don't realize that they could have a Ferrari in their head, but they're putting, like, cooking oil in it and stuff and expecting it, like... Or or they just think that's how it eats, that's how it runs.
3: Yeah.
1: It doesn't. If if you're giving yourself the right nutrition so your your cells are regenerating properly, so your nerves are firing properly because you've got the right, like, essential fats, fatty acids and stuff in there, like, you're going to be, like on fire yeah, you know compared yeah. to if you're just eating crap and not moving around yeah what do you think you know and, yeah, and in fact this year i'm not trained anywhere near as much as i like and a lot of it's it's, it's a shift in my values like i know like yeah. if uh, the gyms had shut down like five years ago i'd have still been training for probably two hours a day like yeah. with free weights and stuff you know whereas now i'm like oh, I'm bloody that. i've got them but i don't like having the yeah. free weights up and ruining Fair. my deck or whatever <laughs> <laughs> you know so so like but the fact is, I the reason I'm saying that is because I notice it with myself. If I let it go too long, yeah, you notice. Yeah, I, I you definitely. I notice the effects on how you feel.
0: Yeah, I, I went through that just before the second lockdown, like towards the end of the first one, because I knew it was coming to end. I was like, i kind of like two months it towards. I'll be right. I'll go back and it's like hitting it hard again. And then we the second lockdown. I'm like, oh man, I just got into a nice rhythm again. But, yeah, but uh, I know the feeling. But talk to you about. So you covered a great point there as to, like, people almost don't understand this. Why do you think people don't? What, what is it education needed? What, no, I actually what is think it? They do. I,
1: I think we will know. Okay. People, like, people know. If, yeah. you're, if you're jumping out of bed in the morning, yeah. full of energy, like, no one's going to say, oh, I don't see, like, you know, how that will help me at yeah. work as opposed to the way that I normally just roll out after losing my alarm for three yeah. hours. You know, pe- people know. Like, you know, when you've had that, that like, you know, Crappy meal at lunch, like from from whether it's McDonald's whatever, um. And nothing against McDonald's, I use it in my prep because I need to eat so much food nowadays. But but generally, you know, and then you want to fall asleep half an hour later. Yeah. Like, people know, but the problem is they don't have time.
0: Yeah. Is it is it that what it is then? People
1: just. Well, that's what that. Yeah. yeah, We all have the same amount of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they obviously sometimes you actually have to experience the benefit. It's it's all right for us to kind of say it. So like people you yeah, like you know, I could go on and repeat like well you'll wake up I have more energy you're about to think. Yeah, yeah, I know that, I know that, I know that I just don't have time and stuff. Experience it. See see you're earning twenty percent more a month, fifty percent more yeah. a month, and then suddenly you'll think, actually I can dedicate forty five minutes a day to yeah. this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that but that's the thing, it's 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 they haven't got the emotional context to it. Yeah. So sometimes what what um, often happens, people will often come to me when it's got to that point where yep. they have to make a change. They make it shifts up in their values. Yeah. You know. So what can make something shift up in your values? You could go to the doctors and be told you've got to change something or you're going to die. You could see like your friend has is something. You could see the change in them, and they can tell you honestly it's the best thing I've done because I've been earning like this much more a month. Oh, hang on. You're yeah. triggering that their high values if they're into business and stuff as well. I'm, not, I'm earning more. Yeah. That. I'm not just feeling. I'm earning more money. Yeah. Well, if you're in business, that suddenly, that's your values. Okay. You know, I could go around and say, but don't you want to look like this? Yeah, well, mine.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, all you've got to do is like, give up your social life, eat eight meals a day, <laughs> like uh, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, but if you appeal to their values, to what's important to them, so you know whether that's like. I'm actually, you know, I've got more time. I'm sorry, I've got more energy when I'm playing my family. Yeah, like like my kid came home from school and said, "Oh, his friends said your dad looks like Superman." Yeah. whatever <laughs> it is, you know, like when you get those things, they're appealing to their values. Yeah, that's when they'll make a change, and that's when they'll sustain it as well. So, so it could be based on. Like the fact that they've seen it, it's elsewhere, yeah. or like yeah, you know, something's happened to trigger the fact that actually my life can get a hell of a lot better. Yeah. The Things that I love can be even better, can be enhanced even more if I did this, or it shifts up in their values because of like yeah, whether it's a health scare, relationship breakup, whatever it is, you know, like mum yeah. calls you fat, whatever, you yeah. know, whatever it is, like there's things that can make it shift up in your values. But when when it, to make something shift in your values. It's got to have the emotional context. Yeah, you know, so you can they can sit there and go, yeah, yeah, I know, I just don't have time. Yeah, okay, you don't because you're it's not high enough for your values to make time.
2: Yeah,
1: you know. Do you think at that point? I don't, I don't. I don't have time to do admin, so I'm really bad at and I let other people do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could, but if I wanted to do it, I could make time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the bit you said about higher values. Do you think people just have to be ready, essentially, because you can't really coerce them, convince them? Do they think, right, I need? I need to make a change. That absolutely. Comes internal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah
1: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and the thing is as well, what, what you have to be careful of then. And this is why I will only take people on after I speak to them is dopamine hit. Yeah. So I'll often post a transformation photo. Hey, I want to do, can I work? Yeah. They tra- No, you've just got dopamine hit from seeing a photo and imagine it's you. You think there's a fantasy yeah. that you just sign up with me and then you look like that. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: You know, so, so I will always like, you know, I speak to people first and make sure that you know they are ready for yeah. it and what to expect but then but then also when i say what to expect that differs to the person you know I, i'm not going to like take someone on I, I if someone comes to me and says i just want to look like this yeah i'm going to be like okay well what do you do for a living whilst you are going on in your life because yeah. you know when, it, when i was doing that for like for 10 years and eating i was eating 10 meals a day i was getting about half four in the morning for my cardio you know but I can still look better yeah. by just eating better meals, by you know, dedicating 45 minutes four times a week. You can still progress and look better. So you've got to obviously make sure that their like um, expectations are going to be aligned with what's possible for yeah. them. But what also, when I say what's possible, that's based on what they actually want, not what they think
0: they yeah. want. Yeah, everyone wants because a six-pack.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I I'll know, I'll do it. I'm successful in business. I apply the same mindset, I apply 100% to everything I do. Okay, so what happens then, when you all of a sudden, at the drop of a hat, have to travel for two days for business because you apply yourself 100% to that, um, how, how, what happens? You're gonna then beat yourself up because you've had to miss training and have the odd meal off the plan. Yeah. You're all of a sudden gonna feel guilty, you're gonna feel like a failure, just because of like two days, where you actually appealed to your highest value, you probably just signed like an amazing deal or something in those few days. Yeah be happy about it. But that's the thing. If you've gone into that mindset, no, I'd give it a hundred percent. You're going to have those conflicts come up. Yeah. What about the wedding anniversary? What about your kid's birthday? Yeah. You know, yep. like it's, you can't, I don't expect people to live the life that I used to live. And the fact that I live a different life now probably helps as well. Yeah. But the stuff that happened to me made me realize what this psychology, what happens to people's psychology and how to implement that with the people that I work with. Yeah. Um, because, okay, well, if somebody's business and family are the highest values, I'm not going to like help them get an amazing physique at the expense of those things.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll help them. I'll help them look better. But my priority is, is them being happy, which means they have to see benefits in those areas of life. And you know what, if you're the highest values are your family, your business, and you see benefits in those areas of your life, when you start doing something like this, yeah, you're going to carry it on yeah and to see benefits in those areas in life and see progress you are allowed to do it at 90 percent not 100 yeah and in doing it at 90 you don't have to take away from the things that matter most to you it enhances them
0: yeah i, I love that well said and i think do you think i guess did you learn this through the process because i'm assuming you didn't come out the gate talking like this unless you might have done no 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 i you, thinking you
1: about... worked with me six seven years ago yeah you had to get up at half four, do you yeah. cardio? You have to read yeah. the broccoli every mil. You couldn't bloody miss it. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, a lot of people looked frigging awesome for yeah. that as well. Yeah. And it yeah. still made a lot of people happy. But it was that was the niche. That's where I was. And I thought that's all I wanted to do. And I thought like the a lot of it came from wanting to be a prep coach and compete I like, help people compete in shows and stuff where that's yeah. like the ultimate of muscle mass, low body fat. Yeah. So, yeah, stuff happened to me that changed me. You know, so so my my values shifted to rather than almost uh, well everything's a selfish element, but my, yeah. my my selfishness then was thinking as the best to the best body transformation coach. Yeah, that's what I wanted. So therefore, I wanted the best photos. Yeah. I wanted the best before and afters, and it's yeah the stuff that I, happened to me over the years shifted to uh, the my highest point is making people happy. You know, and when I say the still selfish element, that's because that's what gives me fulfillment. Yeah. You know, um, but um, yeah, it's changing lives. Now that opens up a whole new range of yeah, things yeah. to consider, and then also skills to learn as well.
3: Yeah.
0: So when you talk about the, the the value shift, was it a particular moment in time that shifted it, or was it was it the asthma attack yeah, yeah. earlier yeah. on, or was it
1: something? No, 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 no. I mean that that's what that's what shifted the fitness yeah. up into my hierarchy of values. Um, but um, Man, I've, I've, I've told this story on a number of shows, so yeah. I don't know, I don't, like forty minutes in. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, basically, I, I went through a lot of stuff in my own life. Um, yeah. And what I will say is like if you wanted to scoop Google the car crash story and stuff we saw on my my like Facebook because I yeah, it, yeah but to tell it probably will take us half an hour. okay <laughs> um, but yeah, it, like to sum it up very, very briefly, I had some stuff happen to me in two thousand and sixteen. I couldn't train for most of that year. Um, which led to some other like personal issues and stuff yeah. um, that filtered through into like relationship I was in at that time uh, my own mental health suffered to the point where I had tried to uh, sort of kill myself and stuff like this uh, um, and some weird stuff happened yeah. basically I should have uh, like I'm not sort of saying I should have died from the time I tried to kill myself I was lucky obviously to escape that but yeah. Some, I had a car crash 130 miles an hour um, like 360 cars. car twice not scratched on me I was wow. trying to make a flight I still somehow made the flight but basically I should have died Yeah. and I kind of in that moment um, like literally almost in the flip of a switch I sat on that plane um, probably see from, see from last year I'm always going to Malta and stuff so I'm second home so that's where I was going at that time Yeah. so it's like stuck with me but um, special place but uh, yeah basically it made me think you're a friggin' idiot. Like just and, and it's interesting because that stemmed from all those those issues I went through stemmed from not being able to train due to a health issue. Yeah. So what I, I didn't understand I, I it's almost made me need to figure out what was going on. Like what had happened there. But then also, hang on a minute, yesterday you wanting to kill yourself. Today you're ble- thinking you're blessed with the best life in the world. Yeah. Because I was being stupid, I thought, "Hang on a minute, you wanted to end this relationship because it sent you off course a little. Um, so why are you so like caught up on like it ending? Yeah, <laughs> never yeah. a choice to do so. You have everything you bloody want in life. You do what you love for a living. Do anything that you want. You know, look how you want to look, and all this kind of stuff. You have a great life." And you should be dead right now. And the only person, reason you're alive is because you've got this like ability to like help people and change lives. Yeah. And and you know I, I, it was weird because it's it, in the space of like a, a few hours, like my I just felt this immense gratitude thing. And like if anyone who's had near like deaf experience or anything will, will know what I mean. But then also anyone who understands what the sort of deep meaning of like maybe yourself gratitude mm-hmm. is, yeah. where you're you know really it's not just appreciative for things that are given to you. It's appreciative for everything in your life. Mm. You know, without challenges in life, we would still be crawling, you know, if we have to learn to walk, to yeah. get places and stuff, you know. Um, and life through some challenges that the us, the main ones are in that, that year and stuff. But, yeah, small, smaller things since, that they always just pushed me further on this path to the fact that talking to you now, yeah. there's not a fitness book on my table, but there's... Three philosophy books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it it, it caused like a the cause shift in my values. Uh, firstly, wanting to improve life to make people happy. Yeah, but then also the psychology. What had happened? Why did I feel like that the next day? This? Why did my life go off track from when this training was taken away? And you realize I had like this massive um, sort of link in my brain that yeah. saw training to source of pleasure in my life, kind of thing, and then that's taken away. Yeah. You've got this void here and stuff you know and um I, th- I think that's something that happened that could be worth yeah people um sorry worth like some sort of process to help like sports people yeah, I, well, really I, I for yeah. When they retire and stuff yeah you know be prepared for it you know make sure you're going to be filling that like void with something else yeah
3: um
1: because um yeah if you do something that you love obviously in sports and stuff you have like quite a short career um, or if you get injured or something, it's taken away. You need to, you need to understand that that's going to create a void yeah. in of something.
0: Yeah, it's a great point because um, I had Billy Schwer on, um, his former lightweight boxing champion, and he said something very similar. As soon as he got injured and boxing was taken away from him, he went to a dark, dark place. And like today is men's internationally, if you didn't know, like today, and that yeah. kind of that kind of highlights a lot of things that men do struggle with. Because we see I mean, yeah.
1: mental health to me is huge. It's, yeah. it's more important to me than than fitness.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, they link obviously. Yeah. I use them both. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's all that stuff that I went through then that, like, I'm, I'm so lucky that life put me through it. Yeah. I'm the right person to have gone through it because of, like, what like I did with fitness, obsess over something. Mental health's all about psychology. Yeah. It's not about like, how bad the world's been to you. It's all about our perceptions. Yeah. You know, and it's helping people like to treat that the right way, not to make them feel a victim. Yeah, um, it's helping us treat it the right way. Um, that that is, you know, something I'm pretty damn passionate about.
0: Yeah, yeah, because that obviously that triggered you to then get into the philosophy and the psychology piece. So, how what would you recommend then in terms of if someone who is struggling with with that piece, where to go and what to do? Is there something you would like advise in that place?
1: The first thing is I would be very skeptical of therapy. Okay. I'm not, I know there's some good therapists, and don't get me wrong, I think I could do with like decent therapy sometimes. Yeah. Because that, but for what, for, you know, the reason I would need it or, or would want it myself sometimes is the letting stuff off my chest that I can't talk to people about. Yeah. That just to, just to get it off and switch off and put my feet up on the sofa and just have someone go, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You
1: know, <laughs> uh, but otherwise. What that can often do is enhance what that person's feeling.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, so be careful of that because you don't want them to convince you, yeah, the world is against you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how do you feel about that? You know, it doesn't necessarily help. I think that the, the thing, places to go and stuff, well, what, look at everything that I post. Yeah. I post more on that stuff now than fitness for a start. Yeah. Uh, I do want to do a lot more. Um, I've got, doing, working on a lot of videos and stuff at the moment. Um, I would thoroughly recommend if anyone is feeling like depressed, suffering with anxiety, if you, the 12, a couple of things actually, cause I know it's online somewhere. If you Google Adam Bates, um, how to eliminate stress, fear, and anxiety yeah. There should be a video that comes up, which is the, like a 40 minute talk or something. Um, it's some good books like the breakthrough experience by John D. Martini. Um, he's someone who's had a big impact on my life and learn a hell of a wow. lot from, um, I think Brad that book is amazing. A- um, so, yeah, and, and to be honest, a lot of his work as well. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, it's, it's it, that that's it's a good bloody question because there isn't that many places where people can go to yeah. get that right help.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's why well, I've got like uh, stuff that I'm working on myself to try and change that. You know,
0: oh, that's good because like,
1: but I do, I do think John D. Martini's work is a great great place for anyone. who's suffering health. yeah,
0: because Rob Moore talks about him quite a lot. I believe it's the same gentleman um but yeah it's a great point that like where to go and and being men it, it's harder to outreach to people in, in the first place because it's obviously normally it's seen as some kind of weakness uh or men feel it is anyway internally and that's a big yeah ma- main, mainly yeah. I, I,
1: yeah I think that's something that's starting to change yeah um and, and you know like like i did with my sharing my sort of very very open about it straight after it all happened and stuff as well um but it's yeah it's I mean, but it's women as well, but um, generally women are more open to speaking yeah. about that kind of thing than men are, um, because of that, yeah. yeah. yeah I think it's a male pride thing, ego, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of things there.
0: So, so talk to me this on a different level then. So what's the best kind of book you've read to date then? What recommend some of your best three books? On philosophy. That's three books. Well,
1: yeah. I, 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 okay, okay. Well, it's not a philosophy, but then, but I'll throw in the breakthrough experience because I, yeah. I that that opened up doors to me. Okay, yeah, you know, that was one of the first books in that area that I read because before then, and and this would have been about a year after um, all that stuff like happened. So, yeah. in that meantime, there it was the normal personal development yeah. or positive thinking or even like business stuff and whatever. But that was a real eye opener It yeah. set me off on another another path. And then all of a sudden, the more I delved into, particularly like John Martin's work, the more I realised he's just repackaging a lot of this stuff that people have actually been thinking and talking about for ages. And, uh, you know, he mentions names, like Marcus Aurelius, whoever these names will crop up, Plato and stuff. So I then then went into what we'll say is the second one. I think think probably, other than that, I think it might have been other than a, a book, it might have been the Daily Stoic, where uh, ah, Daily, okay. Daily Stoic, where, where, where like you have those little quotes and yeah, stuff. But the yeah. first like philosophy book I really went into was um, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, I've actually cited a podcast myself where I'm going through passage by passage, oh, and wow. then like explaining what that like, can actually mean in the context of life today, Love how that. people can use that yeah. rights and stuff to kind of help you. Um, so that, that's kind of cool. But that that book's awesome. Um, and then number three, oh, I'm gonna feel bad now because like I'm gonna, I've got, I know what I've got to say for number three, yeah. but I'm not gonna include like my favourite um, sort of philosophy writer or even character, yeah. if I guess, because uh, that would be like Plato. Yeah. Um, but then Socrates didn't actually write anything himself. But um, so delve into them as well. But as yeah. a book, I will say um, Discourse on uh, Metaphysics um, by George Leibniz, which nice. In fact, I've got two of them here. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it so much. I bought I that twice. one out because i use it for the podcast. And this one, I go back and read bits quite a lot. Yeah. But um, you probably want to do them in that order. Don't start with this one. Yeah. That's the uh, Discourse on Metaphysics and the Varieties by GW oh, Leibniz. But they're all, all three are awesome.
0: Awesome. Good stuff. Okay, so talk to me then about your, what's your COVID experience been like then for your business and your yourself for. Through that Wait, sorry, sorry? just COVID, like the pandemic. How's it been for you? Because I've asked a lot of oh, entrepreneurs right, okay. and business owners um, through the process of it. What's it been for like for you?
1: The the thing is the way that I live life.
0: Yeah.
1: Stuff that I just taught us about. You can't really like stress over anything for that long. Yeah. So like when it first happened, yeah, of course I had like half a day of. <laughs> hang on a minute. I'm a fitness coach. So the gyms are about to shut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, but then it's like everything that's ever happened to me in my life up to this date. Yeah. Every single challenge has served me massively. Yeah. There's not been a single thing. You know. Then you realize all this stuff, and then guess what? You know, like you see see all these like fitness trainers doing like the stuff over Zoom now and stuff. Yeah. Where who started that in lockdown? Yeah. Yeah. You know. So so that was the first thing that we did. We started like a group um, exercise class, which I, I don't run because it, it is free, but a couple of coaches work for me, yeah. like give them a shout out as well, awesome guys, go follow them, uh, Ben Howard and Martin Sharp, who's also a business coach yeah, as well. Yeah, um, yeah, know him, fitness. know that gentleman. They're the, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're running uh, morning classes, and they're doing it again now because lockdown inside oh, cool. just yeah. half an hour, don't need any equipment, free to join in, just go, and, go on Facebook and search Abfit Home Workouts, um, but then with my high tier clients, yeah, um that i'd like to think well hang on a minute this is a situation i could we can even think how can we best maintain a progress and get by yeah or what can i do so that people can progress even bloody better in this situation um and i started zoom and i could lead on to like this where i think personal train's going yeah um, Zoom coaching sessions, but with my higher tier clients, they obviously when I've got some home gym equipment and stuff, yeah. And all of a sudden, three or four at a time, and they've got me watching over every single little thing that they do, yeah. pointing out the t- tiniest little technique details and changes and stuff. And the people who valued those and were uh, one them daily, and we carried on doing it when the gym's opening yeah. up because it's it's so bloody good. Um, and the people who valued those, the results that they've achieved. The, Insane. Every they progress more with less equipment.
3: Yeah.
1: Like through through the lockdown. Wow. Simply because they're having to train a hell of a lot better because they have had me watching every day. You know, I yeah. was like because I, I, because it's not something that I, I openly want to or do. Like people it was on my site, before then people wanted a one to one session with me in the gym, say so 100 quid. You yeah. know, because it, what you take away from that session you can apply in every single session for the yeah. rest of your life. Yeah. You know, Um but they they would get they're getting that daily. And like, just on these home photo shoots, if you've seen some of the photos, it was awesome. Incredible. Insane. And, that, and that's through lockdown. You know, so he develops that. But then obviously from um, the other side as well, is it gave me a real opportunity to help in the other area where I've done, you know, obviously like evolved into yeah. that psychology and stuff and helping people like with fulfilment, you know, and helping people like see where they couldn't see the positives. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not a positive thinker. I'm quite against it. But if you're a negative thinker, then positive thinking is good because you need balance. Yeah. Nothing in life, if you if you expect only positives to happen because you think positive, depression is going to come because it's not going to happen. Yeah. There's no such thing. There's always positives. There's always negatives. There's yeah. always an equal balance. Yeah. But what tends to happen is if something particularly we expect to happen is taken away or isn't there, we just see the negatives to that rather than like find, okay, well, where's the balance here? So yeah. I'll help people see the balance. And, and you know, so I'd have people like uh, the start of lockdown really worried about like their business and stuff. And this is only comes from that relationship that I build with the clients yeah. as well. I don't like people who just check in and tell me their measurements yeah. and how many training <laughs> sessions. That's boring. Pass. I want to know. know it all, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and especially those, you know, on the high tier, I'm chatting to a lot. So they'll share everything with me.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, because they know, like, just how I live life. They, they'll probably, like, I don't know, like, probably see it from what I display sometimes, but then have seen the benefits too. Because they might just uh, accidentally mention something, and then I've said something back. Probably wasn't expecting to hear that. You yeah. know, there are times where I'll say something that's not always what they want to hear as well.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's the right thing for them. You know, again, there's another thing that you've always got equal balance of, of support and challenge in your life. Yeah. You know, you go having this freaking amazing day at work, you come home, and your wife's like, he stop leaving your <laughs> shoes in the, in the floor of leaving a plate? You know, like, it brings you back down to <laughs> earth. <laughs> Similarly, you have the bad day at work, she's like, oh, how no, was your day, I've just yeah. got dinner on. You know, yes. it's always this balance. So sometimes, you know, it's about helping people see that a lot of the time yeah and then you know just one who ended up switching pretty much switching their career during and stuff because they yeah. weren't mentioned about like not really getting many sort of new leads and stuff like that but then also in the earlier part of the email or another one had said that they don't have as much motivation because of what's going on to do the work I was yeah. saying, well, of course you're not gonna get that many leads then because yeah you've not you're, that's your energy and all it took was to find like a, this something new that they were excited about and suddenly, the work started doing better. Yeah, uh, as well because it changes the energy. Yeah,
0: I found out about myself particularly. I always have to be have something on the horizon or something next, otherwise, I get like, uh, what now? I get a bit like, I feel a bit yeah. lost. So I
1: need. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I, 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 actually, I've seen that's a, a good point as well because obviously, when you work with some of those like, successful business people in the country and stuff, yeah, what what often tends to happen when we get to like our our kind of age and stuff and. Yeah. You've, you've achieved all those goals like right. you you've been waking up super excited to do something all your life yeah. and and you know if i hadn't been sitting on that like psychology path i might have that with fitness now you know so yeah um and then all of a sudden it's like well why am I not so excited by this anymore? It's because you you, either set your goals too small (laughs) because you didn't realise what you're capable of or you didn't keep thinking what's next and just got stuck in the routine like of work rather than like living by what excites you. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, because you want to get up in the morning and feel like I'm excited for the day
1: and go and attack it and like, yeah, And if if people aren't aren't doing that, then, you know, I I appear as well like that and so I start analysing me straight away. Yeah. Uh, what if I got to change then, you know? And and it's often it might just be one little element of something that you're doing that just needs changing, that needs taken off your shoulders. Those feelings, they're a bloody signal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you don't feel like that for no reason.
3: Yeah.
1: Like, right? and it could just be the smallest thing. You might actually be loving your work because there's one little element that you're not. You think you're not loving all the other stuff because you've got this like feeling yeah. of negative emotion towards that one element. Yeah. It's, you know, so change that one element, all of a sudden,
0: I love, I love my work again. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like the, the gut, like gut health, the second brain. You get signals all the time, but people just don't listen to them, shut them off, and then they snap or end up stressed
1: yeah. or depressed, like you said. So it's, it's being and conscious it's of your like signals. Talk, talking about a design, it's not gut health, yeah. but like the gut. The feeling yeah. in your gut. Yeah, literally. Like, within 10 to 20 years, <laughs> we'll have science that says, oh, yeah. there is something in that. Yeah. There is something in it. Like, it's there for a reason. Yeah. And all this stuff is signals. Listen to it. Yeah. Like, be in tune with yourself and your environment, and, and you'll end up living a much better life. 100%. Well. Right. I've
0: got a guest question here. It's from my wife because you keep pandering me to ask this question. <laughs> she wants me to ask this question to help people because obviously in the nutrition space. So I'm literally going to read it out. It said, if you're a health minister, yeah. What changes would you bring to bring the obesity down in this
1: country? Um, okay. The ch- first change that I would, if I was told me, is that it'd be the information. It's all about the information. Yeah, cool. First and foremost, I'm going to say one thing here that, yeah. like, it will probably go against a lot of the grey. Go for it. I don't think there's an issue with what kids eat. Okay. Interesting. Right. And do and, and, you know why I'm going to say that? And, and, and when I say. Obviously, like, there's some, like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> the, you know, relevance there, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Um, you know, because if someone's just eating crap the whole time, it's a bit different, yeah. you know. But as a child, I I would have a healthy meal for dinner most, time, most of the time. So cook. But my mum would go shopping, and me and my sister would, like, demolish the, the multi-pack of Kit Kats, the multi-pack yeah. of crisps. <laughs> within half an hour, we'd find the tub of ice cream, that's gone too. I just to go shopping again the next day because there's only healthy stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the stuff that, or they cook a decent meal we'll eat that as well then I I would go to school I've got the the school bus would pick me up from outside the sweet shop in my village back then um, and I'm eating way more of that sweet shop than anyone else and I've grown and I've, I've, I've always been the naturally skinny guy okay yeah. I think what we do when we're young massive sets ourselves up for um, how it could be when we're older. Yes, you can reverse things, you can change things. Okay, but you—it's the amount of movement. Okay. One of the one of the reasons people have issues with losing weight and doing so long term is because the body adapts to whatever we give it. You know, it's an evolutionary thing. Yeah. Okay. So if, if we're not eating much, the body will think, oh, hang on, there's there's not much food around in this part of the world. Yeah. But I better conserve this body fat because we might need that energy at some point. Similarly, if there's a lot of food around you and eating a lot of things, well, we must be in some like kind of like paradise yeah. here. But like, you know, so I'm going to, I can burn all this energy, lift your metabolism. Okay. So I think, um, so, and, before I go on to that, sorry, it's one of the reasons I work like I do. Okay. If I stop working with someone who wants to lose weight, one of the first things they say when they see their plans is, that's a bloody lot of food. Yeah. I'm going to lose weight on that. Because I'm getting their body to adapt to the higher calories first, shift up the metabolism so I can then take away. Okay. Okay so if you put that say if you try and control your child's eating so much that they're only eating healthy they're not eating many calories firstly there's a mental health thing to consider there as well yeah yeah. um but but then also you're setting their bodies adapting to very low calories okay if you're doing that for a long period of time the longer you do that for the harder it's to reverse you know, so if I work with, with somebody who has tried to so hard to just eat celery for years yeah. to try and lose weight, it's going to take me a long time to get their body to adapt to more food again. Okay. You know, because it's become so fixed in that, that position. And you can still do it, but it's a horrible and hard process. And especially when you got to tell someone, hey, well, you're going to forget about weight loss for a good few months because we need to fix your body yeah. before you can actually do it. So going back to children, then, so I'm eating all this food. I'm bloody swimming before school. Yeah. I'm playing football on every break time. I'm like swimming and playing football after school every single day. I'm burning it all off, and I'm getting my body to adapt to all these like to higher food. And again, it's not all healthy food and stuff. So I'm not. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not encouraging that. But it's, yeah. it's, you know, at that age as a child, you don't understand that you actually you're feeding yourself all these calories. If you're combining that with sitting around doing nothing, yeah, then of course that's an issue. Yeah, but I so I think the thing with children is movement. Okay, gotcha. Let them me what sense. they want, but get them moving. Yeah, and and with this, you can't like force your kid to do certain things. But as soon as they show an interest, even if it's something that you don't like, as soon as they show an interest, something jump on it. Yeah, you know, like just jump on it because that is where a lot of it stems from okay i mean don't, you know there are other things as well like the misinformation hey move more eat less yeah and all this so, and of course you know it's, it's nice to th- see things are improving yeah. in that sense as, as far as you know we don't go in every doctor's now and have that food pyramid where it's like oh god or yeah. half of your food should be cut yeah I know. <laughs> like, and, you know the the low the um the low fat um, adverts or marketing yeah. slowly sort of disappeared so now it's like this is full of healthy fats
3: yeah
1: like, go back 10 years it was like you yeah. wouldn't see anyone advertising fat as a good thing yeah
3: yeah you know? is, so it was diet.
1: like yeah. so now it's low carbs like higher healthy fats and stuff so the information and everything's improving okay um, but yeah that'd be the first idea you start, start at the bottom and start, start with the children yeah information you know? for children. Um, when, when we're adults and stuff you can go out and get the right information yeah you know as well
0: Okay, so you'd go with information, then you'd go with the children. Anything else you'd do as health minister?
1: First, all, I wouldn't be health minister. Yeah. Oh, sorry, say, well, I, wouldn't take the, I wouldn't take the role. <laughs> Nor would I. Yeah, you change how people can get the information. Cool. Okay, thanks. I mean, I've seen some rubbish on TV. Oh, God. I'm trying to, yeah. trying to think what it was now because I've had to do video responses to some stuff. Um, uh, like people telling people to train like fasted and, and then go over miles by after and so or something yeah. I think was on some morning TV program and stuff. Yeah, so like that. what I think actually, I think that first thing that I would do is try and give some decent media exposure to the right people to give right information, you Pitch know whether out. that's through like press, whether that's you know even having segments on on like national TV slots and news or whatever it's you know so it wouldn't just be me doing it it'd be people other people that people can relate to giving the right information yeah. not just marketing a product you know not like Mo Farah eats corn go eat corn yeah. whatever
3: yeah yeah but
1: like someone actually who can give them decent information and stuff as well and then, and then maybe you know bringing that you there's so much that I, I think that is kids we could be educated on but I like may be bringing that in and I don't think you should do it necessarily too early because what I said you don't want kids to restrict their diet too much yeah but, you know, bringing that kind of education in, like maybe in higher education, is compulsory or something, or even in the workplace or something as well. Having people going around, of course, you know, your health minister, well that stuff's going to cost money and what have yeah. you. So it, it wouldn't necessarily be down to the health but, minister, but yeah, it's it's effectively like I would getting the right information now, yeah, finding ways to do it. That that's what it is. You know, so what what I said about on, on, on kids, like. But you've not heard that before, <laughs> yeah. mean, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not an issue with what they eat, really. Like you know, so it's it's the movement and stuff. Yeah, it's it's all. It's so there for you know maybe more compulsory stuff at school. As well.
0: Yeah, like well, we and Fire had many discussions around like what would we do if we ran a school essentially, and like one of the key things is like get rid of the subjects that are not important. We don't learn about money, we don't learn about fitness, we don't learn about food. We don't learn these things at school. Yeah. A- any level. That, that's the other
1: <laughs> thing. when I was going to yeah. say there are probably other things that kids to learn about yeah. like, like finance business yeah. and stuff like yeah. that you yeah. know like you don't learn anything, anything yeah. Yeah. like that you have to rely on your parents yeah which is kind of know, the worst uh...
0: model ever <laughs> exactly yeah. Yeah. cool so that's <laughs> what that's it's why just I...
1: say just say yeah yeah, <laughs> Go yeah. To work and safe. yeah. Just, just save your money
0: <laughs> buy a house that's, that's it they don't get anything else from yeah. That. But yeah that's, that's one of the reasons why i've got this platform is to, to educate people from people who, who are doing it and living it and breathing it so.
1: yeah and i don't think it's necessary I, 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 one thing actually that used to happen i don't know if it still does it probably does yeah. but when i was at school I, I thought it was great the in the summer holidays and i, and I guess some people were putting these things on for real we pay very little yeah like i could go I, I could sign up to go play tennis every every day for like for, for a couple of weeks i you know, go to the school and other people who signed up would do it. You probably have to pay parents might have to pay something. It wouldn't have been much. Yeah, it might even have been free. Yeah, and like for like three hours, and because we never played tennis at school anyway. Yeah, yeah, So it was just like a summer holiday, but they're using their facilities and stuff. Few, and, and those kind of and you know loads of football stuff and that basketball another one as well, like sports that you wouldn't necessarily do at school as well. Yeah. So it was really it was, that kind of stuff was really cool because you can force kids to do PE whatever else, but then it can actually put them off. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like, yeah, yeah. You
1: know, they hate it, but give them the options. Let them try loads of different stuff. Let them find the thing that they love, yeah. you know, and then that encourage it.
0: Yeah. It's funny because like in this house, we've got two boys and one's 14 and one's uh, 11. And or fifteen eleven, and one of them loves football, plays that like, three four times a week with teams and all sorts. And the other one just wants to play Xbox and hates like anything sporty. But I just don't think he has found his right sport. And because they're so limited in school, what they yeah. do, it's like you, you,
1: it doesn't move as much. So yeah, yeah, I relate to yeah. insane. I, I, and yeah, I mean yeah. that's it, it's a difficult one. The computer games because some of them could be good for your brain, you know. Yeah, in into values though on that. Yeah, you know, I bet he could. He can point. sit there and play that thing for bloody hours because it's triggering at his high values, yeah. and that's another thing schools don't often realise. Oh, so and so's very—they've got just got very short attention span. Yeah. Well, hang on a minute. He fucking sat there and played his Xbox yeah. for six yeah, exactly. hours. Yeah, yeah. And look away from the <laughs> screen. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. You know, like appeal to their high values, learn more about the children yeah. themselves and stuff as well. No, oh,
0: great sound advice there. Cool. So we'll wrap up the show with a couple of last questions. Uh, I like to ask these question to every guest at the end is so what advice would you give to three kind three pieces of advice you give to like any entrepreneur out there who's struggling with their business right now so what
1: um well i mean i'm not i'm not gonna pretend to be like a oh, like no. business consultant or anything yes people tap into me for psychology and stuff like yeah. that which helps but uh, i have my, my things but uh, basically i would make sure firstly make sure you're doing what you love yeah because if, you, if you're not like nothing else matters. You you will have because the person who's waking up excited to do what they're doing, yeah. they're going to do better. True. So that's the first thing. The second thing is instead, don't sit there and think, well, what's this going to mean for my industry? Like, if you're an entrepreneur, yeah. you lead the industry, and so you delve in and find the advantages that this is giving to your industry, and you show people where this your industry is going. Nice. Like that. You know, you lead, lead the yeah. way. Um, and the third one, like just touching on that as well, was relate to the, like, look at the blessings. If you're just looking and seeing like the fear and all this stuff, yeah. fear is the expectation that something's coming that's got more negatives than positives. Go find the positives. You're not enjoying that time with your family because you may not be able to get it over the next five years when you're flying and, and you know, working 16, 20 hour yeah. days and what have you. Awesome. So enjoy that stuff. And guess what happens? when you are in a state of balance, where you aren't having resentment or lopsided negative emotions, or chasing a fantasy too much positive yeah. emotions, when you're in perfect balance, you activate the executive center of your brain, and that is when your best ideas come.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, and that, that's what like I, what I touched on at the start of lockdown one. I knew that, I knew as soon as I even started stressing, just get it out of out the way, come on, yeah. and then like, you know, right, let's balance this, six hours later, all these ideas come.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. You know, so you have, when you're in that state of balance, and gra- I call it gratitude because it's like you're grateful for the challenges, you're grateful for the support, there's a perfect balance and harmony of it. That's when all the the ideas come. You know, if you get like um, positive, negative atoms put together, you get light. Yeah. Take positive, and negative emotions put together, you get enlightenment. Yeah, I
0: like that because it's um, amongst the chaos, you can be as calm as anything. Is almost. That, well,
1: higher order comes out, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Love that! Awesome. And then, kind of the last two questions are: Just, do you think entrepreneurs are made or born?
1: Um, I, no, I, th- I think I think everyone's an entrepreneur. They they find that thing that they, they want. But having, having said that, like you call me a fitness entrepreneur, right? Yeah. From what I did, but it's not. It's it was just a, a thing of being good at what I did, not having a thought about making money. Yeah. So there's perhaps needs to define the entrepreneur are you doing it because you love this thing and don't want to do anything else yeah because to me the term entrepreneur probably also like for most people probably means finding the idea to make some money and stuff yeah so therefore if it's if it's the money that's a high value to you it probably it will stem from your experiences that you've been through through life that have generate made money a high value to you probably you've not had it when you're younger yeah. or, what, or whatever yeah. probably you've had it taken away or something you know something's happened to make money the highest value in your life it's never been in mine yeah. right okay because i'll be sitting on a yacht right now but yeah. i i might you know my my life and i wouldn't be as good at what i do you know because that's what that would be my thing yeah <laughs> you know so like any like what i do obviously when you're good at what you do you're going to do all right yeah. don't worry yeah. about yeah. it but like you know if you've got if you've got a passion that's like, I'm never thinking if I do this gonna make this much yeah I'm actually very much the opposite I end up like more I'm more likely to find out I've been working with someone for free for a little bit because I'm not the, like tracked with their, their weeds properly yeah. just because I love what I'm doing you know but if your thing is the finance the bottom line and of course you know business that's obviously what the show's about and everything yeah. else like that will stem from something that's happened to you in the past, all, all the events really, every single event that happens to us in the past creates a value, yeah. you know, when you combine them all together. So it may obviously be one big event that's created like a big value in, in finance. Yeah. Um, So therefore it's not, it's not born. Yeah. Um, But it's picked up along the way.
0: Okay. I like that. Okay. And then what message would you give out to all entrepreneurs out there if you could give one key message? So leaders in their business, entrepreneurs, any of those kind of people, what would you, one message you've had a big megaphone to say to all of them, one big
1: go. What would it be? Whatever you're doing, if you're an entrepreneur, you've got the skills to, you know, load of situations um, and take advantage of them to, to make yourself money for you and your family and what have you. If you've got those skills, apply it to something that you love yeah. doing because then you're not going to get to 40 and think, oh, I don't want this anymore. Your wife yeah. leaves you. Or you leave her to go out of an eighteen-year-old, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, like you don't, you don't need the Ferrari. That like, you know, you might want it, you might get it anyway because you are know, a nice car yeah. or whatever. But you don't need the dopamine hit because you're still waking up every morning, loving what you do. Yeah. You're not doing it because you have to make money. You have forgot that. And if you've got that, and you're not loving what you do. Midlife crisis. Get ready for it. Yeah. So well, love what you do. That's it.
0: Well said. Awesome. And where can people hear, hear more about you, Adam?
1: um i'm on uh, so i'm quite active on social media yeah. I've got uh, ads fitness adz fitness at, um on twitter instagram adam bates is uh, the name so you can search on facebook yeah. my website and the brand is abfit as uh, so it's a b fit uh website's ab-fit.com cool. um and as i say if you're listening to this in, in lockdown three, four, five, six, yeah. nine. <laughs> it just keeps going on. Um, have I just scared everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Philosophy, or you know, we do think ahead, but, <laughs> 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 but if you are, <laughs> um, then, um, also go on Facebook and search, um, Abbit Home Workouts because yeah. they're free. And even if you're still working through lockdown, we're doing really early in the morning. So you can do it before work. Literally about takes 20 minutes, 30 minutes. It's, it, and it's fun okay. as well, so they're pretty awesome. So I'd uh, have a look for those. Awesome!
0: Thank you for being an amazing guest, Adam, and being on the show.
1: No, thank you, mate. Thank you so much for having me on. Awesome. Been good.
0: And thank you for listening to today's episode of Expert Weekly, part of the AfroDigital Podcast. Each and every week, I get an expert guest on the show around entrepreneurship business and marketing but the only reason i keep getting excellent guests on is because you guys keep listening and if you are listening right now and you haven't subscribed yet please consider subscribing just hit that subscription button it allows me to know that you guys are listening every single week to expert weekly the more interaction i get the more better guests i get on my show So hit that little button now subscribe and i'll catch you guys